0: Good evening and welcome to Captain Cambino's Cabana live Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. It's Groundhog Day. That's right. Punxsutawney Phil. You know what? I don't even know if he saw a shadow or not. Um, I don't really pay attention to that thing, but uh, let's find out and see what the news is on that. Uh, Yep. Six more weeks of winter. So, what, what else is new, right? So, yes, uh, Punxsutawney Phil did see his shadow. So, we are looking at six more weeks of winter. So, whatever. Anyway, uh, it's been a couple weeks since the cabana we've been online. I uh, hope everybody's doing well. Um, been kind of a crazy week. The weather's been nuts. Uh, ice storm. Uh, we were out of commission for a couple of days. Been working from home, which sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. So um, back to the office today and uh, finish up the week tomorrow in the office. And um, the roads are clear, so back in business. So hope everybody is safe from the weather that wherever, if it hits you or not. But I know it got pretty bad over in Texas as well. So hope everybody's doing doing okay. So uh, the captain definitely wishes he was on a boat right now. Uh, eventually soon he'll be back. So, uh, just enjoying the, um, just enjoying the um, somewhat uh, substitute cabana as we are right now. So, um, it's, a, it's another week here at the cabana. It's a very chill place. I'm glad to, glad to be back, um, rested up, getting ready for the Super Bowl. Um, but anyway, I just want to say one more thing about Groundhog Day. It's the 30th anniversary of the movie with Bill Murray. Uh, came out in uh, 1993 and filmed in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. One of the greatest comedies of um, that I know of, Bill Murray, is just a genius. You know, just so freaking funny. I mean, just, just a cool guy. I mean, I, that's one dude I would love to hang out with, have a beer with, you know, and just uh, shoot the breeze. And um, th- it's just a funny film. He wakes up every day, and it's the same day. over. It's Groundhog Day over and over and over. And it's just... Um, it's just a classic. Never gets old. And here's one of my favorite scenes from uh, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. He realizes it's uh, February 2nd. This is the second day in a row. Excuse me. Excuse me. Where's everybody going? To Godless Knob. It's Groundhog Day. It's still just once a year, isn't it? <laughs> he thinks it's. It's like, wait a minute, what's what's happening here? So he, he wakes up, he, he thought it was over, and you know, he wakes up and it's still Groundhog Day. So he just it's a repeat process. It's a really funny film. Be sure to check it out, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray and Andy McDowell. So also, it's a, there was a um, very young uh, Michael Shannon in that film who uh, played General Zod in uh, Man of Steel uh, back in 2013. So uh, I don't think a lot of people know that, but anyway... Um, I was just talking to some friends about the, the scene where Bill Murray um, gets information on a local lady named Nancy Taylor and in the film um, and she's uh, the actress is um, bear with me here I'm trying to pull it up is uh, <laughs> Marita Garrity Maria Garrity plays Nancy Taylor in Groundhog Day well <laughs> I'm a big fan of Seinfeld and the TV show ran from '89 to '98, and there's an episode where <laughs> the Big Salad, Jerry is dating this beautiful redhead with you know just natural beauty and no makeup and things like that. So he and Kramer talk about it, and he's like, "Hey, hey!" And her name her name in the in the in the show this episode her name is Margaret. And uh, Jerry asks Kramer, he goes, "Hey, hey! You like uh, you?" you've you met Margaret you, th- you think she's pretty right and Jerry and Kramer's like oh yeah no makeup yeah I dig that natural beauty and so they just talk about it well Jerry finds out that she dated Newman <laughs> and so Jerry's there she's over at Jerry's place Newman comes to the and asks about Kramer because Kramer kidnapped this Yankees baseball player Steve Giddison and Newman wants to find out what's going on so uh Newman comes into Jerry's place and he sees some chocolates. Ooh, chocolates. And <laughs> he sees Margaret, uh, the, the girl that Jerry's dating And Hello, Margaret. And she's like, hello. And Jerry's like, what's going on here? And she looks over at Jerry. We used to go out. And the crowd is just like going nuts. I mean, it's just hilarious. Jerry's like, he can't believe it. He's like, wait a minute. Wait <laughs> eventually Newman leaves. But Jerry... He starts laughing. Well, Jerry, have a good time. Toodaloo. (laughs) He starts his his evil laugh. (laughs) Jerry asks, uh, Margaret, you you went out with Newman? She goes, just a few times. Why? (laughs) She's like, I liked him. You went out with Newman? (laughs) He ended it. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) So if you get a chance to see the Seinfeld episode, The Big Salad, it's a a classic, one of the best ones. Anyway, (laughs) toodaloo, Newman, I've looked into his eyes, he's pure evil, so anyway, (laughs) I just thought of that, it was funny, but I sent that to some friends, we just couldn't stop laughing about it. Anyway, excuse me. Uh, so, yeah, it's 30, uh, 30th anniversary of the movie Groundhog Day, February 2nd, and uh, it's cold. But the ice is gone and uh, still a little chilly, but that's how it is. It's winter time. So, um, anyway, Super Bowl time. Um, it's uh, Ace Ventura's on the case. So, uh, we got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles coming up on February the 12th in Glendale, Arizona, the home of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I think Rihanna's playing at halftime or something like that. So don't know, don't care. And so it should be a good game. Uh, the Eagles uh, have a great been having a great season. Jalen Hurts has had a phenomenal year. Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs, they've been there before. It's Andy Reid's old team, so this should be a should be a good contest. But I was talking to somebody the other day about this, and you know we both had both in agreement. I think this is a really great idea. Somebody should. You know, run with it. The NFL recently, back in 2020 or 2021, they, yeah, 2021, they extended the season to 17 games, which to me uh, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But uh, think about it. And they, they added another playoff team. So the first the first number one seed, excuse me, the team that's the number one seed, first in, their, in the conference, gets the first round bye, And six other teams will play in the first round the wild card so essentially you have an extra wild card game which is cool i mean hey that's called super wild card weekend i mean i covered it back when we did the um, uh playoff pool party palooza so it's um it, it's a good i think it's cool is that we got another team in the playoffs so you get three wild card games in the first weekend for each conference three in afc three in the nfc well a few years back i actually sent a letter to roger goodell and Saying that there should be eight teams in each conference. Think about it. There's 32 teams in the NFL, 16 in the AFC, 16 in the NFC. Each division is four teams. Okay, so you've got the top two. You got NBA does this, and NHL I believe. The there's 32 teams, 16 in each conference. The top eight go to the playoffs. I get it. NBA is different. You know, there's no first round bye for NBA teams, but. Basically, I would just get rid of the first-round bye. So add an extra team. You've got 16 teams in the AFC, 16 in the NFC. Half of those teams will go to the playoffs. The other half stay home. That's how it should be. Not seven. I mean, it just it doesn't, uh, it doesn't make sense to me. The number one seed gets a first-round bye. We all know the first-round buy doesn't mean anything. We've seen teams, and history has proven that first-round buy doesn't, doesn't help out much. So that week off can either be good or bad. So my solution, and I wrote this letter to Roger Goodell, still have a copy of it, and I got got rejected. You know, it is what it is. They already have a plan. Number one seed, you play the first weekend. There's no buy. There's no first round buy for the number one seed. Number one seed plays number eight seed. Number two plays number seven. Number three plays number six. And number four plays number five. Just like it always has, just like it has been except the number 1 seed plays in wildcard weekend. You get an extra playoff game. That's four wild card rounds, four wild card games. I mean, you could do two on a Saturday, two on a Sunday, split it up as much as you can. That's extra TV revenue. It's it, it gives a chance for your team to make it and it just it ups the ante. So I mean, I think it's I think it's an awesome idea. But, no, Goodell, you know, the clown that he is, he wants to – you know, those seven teams who the first round by is owned by the first 10 more seed. Like, and, by the way, the Chiefs got lucky this year. You know, it sucks what happened with that kid, DeMar Hamlin with the Bills. But I tell you what, the Bengals were on a roll. Bengals would have won that game against Buffalo. They would have won out the rest of the season, and they held the tiebreaker over Kansas City. They would have hosted – they would have had home field advantage. Playoffs would have gone – AFC Championship would have gone through Cincinnati. Kansas City got lucky on this one. I'm not saying Kansas City's not worthy, but the Bengals, I think they got hosed big time. Now, I'm just saying by the way they've played lately, Bengals were on a roll, but hey, they they had opportunities in Kansas City and they didn't do it. So, But Zach Taylor, I've actually met him, great guy. They'll be back. So Joe Burrow, they're not going anywhere. So they'll, they'll be back and uh, they'll be even hungrier. So... But anyway, I think that's I think that would be a great idea. You know, it gives your team a chance. The top eight teams go to the playoffs. The the, the, the remaining eight stay at home. So that's eight in the playoffs. Eight that aren't, that's 16. And the other NFC, that's 32. So it's 32 teams. Eight go to the playoffs. And uh, just do the math. And it's, it's pretty straightforward. But here's another thing about the Super Bowl. I remember when I worked at Best Buy, these jackasses would come in and rent or, or you know, pretty much rent, they buy a TV on a Saturday before the Super Bowl. And it's actually an episode of King of Queens, I think, where Doug tries, <laughs> tries to buy it. He bought a TV and returns it the next day. <laughs> anyway, um, so these people would come in and buy a television the Saturday before the Super Bowl and return it the Monday after, and they'd get their money back. And I think, I don't know how it is now. I would, If I was a store owner like that and ran a TV shop like that, I'd, I'd have some rules in place because these people take advantage of it. But uh, the person I was talking to about this, we had another idea. Um, regard, what I was talking about with the playoffs, to add to that, forget about the 17 games. There's no need. 16 games is enough. They've, had, they've been doing that since 1978 to 2020. 16 games is plenty. Well, I know 1993, I believe, was the last year they did it. Every team had two bye weeks. Now, that's a long season, but each team gets two bye weeks, and that's plenty of time to get players healthy and rested, and I, I think that helps out tremendously. So keep the keep the regular season at 16 games. No No extra 17th game. Add another bye week. So you've got two bye weeks, and if you have to, ...push the regular season to start on Labor Day weekend. They used to do that a a long time ago. That's that's all it was. The the season would start Labor Day weekend. And it was great because you already got the Monday off. So what's wrong with that? And that's the thing. Goodell, they make all these stupid changes and it's just not the same. So eliminate the extra game. Get an extra bye week. Start the season on Labor Day weekend. Now when it's time for the playoffs... Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? you welcome to win another game. Anyway, <laughs> Jim Mora. Get to the playoffs. You run its course. But push the Super Bowl to President's Day weekend. Think about that. Monday, President's Day is a Monday. It's a holiday. Banks are closed. Postal service is closed. Boom, there's your day off. You don't make make the day after Super Bowl Sunday a holiday. Well, it already is President's Day. So there you go. You don't have to make another holiday. And I, I I mean, there you go. And there's your Monday off. The day after the Super Bowl. Take a day off. Done. Or put in vacation time if you want. But I extend it to President's Day weekend. That's your Super Bowl weekend. Done. And even if you have to, I mean, they still have a week off. Now, you know, the game is next Sunday, so there's uh, they got a week off. But in the past, they used to have, there was no weeks off. It was just, it was right at one after another. But if they have to, extend it somehow, or even not start it on Labor Day weekend, push it back, and finish it on Labor Day weekend. All it is is one extra week. So, boom, there's your solution. How about it, Goodell? All you clowns up there. You know, listen to the fans. We know what we're talking about. So that's what I think would be a phenomenal proposal. I think the fans would would like it too. But, I mean, this whole 17 games is stupid. It makes no sense. I don't don't understand it. Never did. I still don't. Whatever. But 16 games, regular season, two bye weeks, extend the playoffs with an extra team and extend – the season through Super Bowl Sunday and the Monday after the Super Bowl's President's Day there's your day off there's your for people to take a day off after the Super Bowl I don't know how else to say it so I think that I think that I think a lot of people would would agree with that so that's all I'm going to say on that Um, I wanted to say rest in peace to another it's another subject the wrestler the genius Lanny Poffo the brother of the macho man Randy Savage uh, Randy Poffo passed away today he was 68 years old um phenomenal wrestler great athleticism all across the board this guy could you know do it all he was so limber and athletic and he was um he was his nickname was the genius he would actually come out and he'd read poems but he was he was a bad guy so he would uh make sure that that the people he'd get booed all the time It it was great so uh he managed mr perfect he managed uh the Beverly brothers <laughs> WrestleMania six. He got a haircut from Brutus, the barber beefcake. It was actually pretty good. And, uh, but he was, he was a funny guy and, uh, but yeah, there's no information on cause of death, but he was 68. He was in phenomenal shape too. So I'm not sure what happened, but you know, uh, rest in peace to the genius Lanny Poffo, the brother of the macho man, Randy Savage. So, um, I want to talk about a little bit about uh, some other just random stuff. You know what? I saw, I heard this the other day, and it really kind of does bug me a little bit. You know how when you say stuff to people, be like, "Hey, I hope you have a great weekend. Hope you're doing well. Hey, maybe we'll see you next time. You take care of yourself, okay?" And you know how people say, "Oh, yeah, you too." You know what? I'm sick of the "you too" crap. You know, I, I always tell that when people say that they don't mean it. When people, if you if you tell somebody, "Merry Christmas." Happy Thanksgiving or Happy Easter or congratulations on your anniversary. Uh, you know, congratulations on your new job, on your promotion, whatever, yada, yada. Stuff like that. And You're sincere. And they and they say something back like, oh, thanks, you too. They don't mean that shit. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. My dad tells me to try not to cuss as much anymore on the, on the podcast. But anyway, <laughs> uh, sorry, Dad. But um, <laughs> think about it. They don't mean that crap. And it's almost like, you know, Merry Christmas, you too. What? Are you too lazy to say it back? Just copy the text from what I said, paste it, and send it. At least show some effort. I mean, that, that's just my opinion, but I, I hate this whole you too. Oh, yeah, thanks, you too. Like, kiss my ass. Anyway. You should have a national kiss my ass day, by the way. I was talking to a friend of mine at work the other day about this. You know what? I just like saying that, kiss my ass. I mean, it's just, it's, it's clean. I mean, it's... It's a it's a clean expression. It's not like it's really that bad. I mean, it whatever, but I'm just saying like we should have a national kiss my ass day. Vince McMahon would love that. So but think about it. To me, that's Valentine's Day cuz I've never had any luck on Valentine's Day to all the women in the past that have treated me wrong. There's there's your line right there, kiss my ass. So, like Eddie Murphy Kiss my ass. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Oh, so, anyway, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to see if we can get that on the calendar. National Kiss My Ass Day. So, let me know what days. Throw me some ideas. We'll see. Uh, I wanted to talk about guns. Uh, the captain has recently joined the NRA, the National Rifle Association. you damn right. Um, I am a gun owner and I'm not I'm not an expert but I'm a gun owner and I uh, I will defend myself and I will do what I have to do to defend the Constitution of the United States of America so I uh, recently joined the NRA at a two-year membership and I'm excited about it we need to stand up for our rights as American citizens and defend the Second Amendment and I, I'm I know a lot of people that support this as I do. A lot of people don't. You know what? That's your opinion. That's that's what you that's what you believe in. That's fine. But we don't have to, we can agree to disagree. So uh, that's something recently I did uh, to your membership uh, with the National Rifle Association, and I'm very proud to be a part of it. So thank you to the NRA, and they are doing more good than people give them credit. So uh, people just need to chill. Just like here at the cabana we're chilling so everybody else needs to chill so thank you to the NRA I look forward to uh, my free gift whenever that comes so no no big deal but yes uh, the captain has joined the National Rifle Association God bless America Uh, regarding that you know guns I think people a lot of people are a little scared about it because they, they think it's all you know what they hear on the news it's like oh guns are bad you know what guns are not all bad so it's a way to defend yourself Take a gun safety course. I remember I took one in high school with a little brother and my dad, and I didn't really understand a lot of it because I was, I just, you know, I just didn't. And, but I, I mean, it was, it was good learning experience. And, but, um, there, there's a lot to it. So, I mean, it can, there's, it's, there's a lot of safety involved, you know, then say a gun safety course, I think would be great. So if you're looking to get into it, that's something good. And you also check out a shooting range. Um, there's, um, the place, uh, Range USA is where I bought my gun, and that's a uh, they got a good shooting range. You can be a member or you can just pay as you go. So um, that's that's a good place to get started. So there's lots of good uh, options out there for shooting ranges. So uh, check it out. So I think that's a good way to get started. Read up about it. You know, read about gun safety. Everything. There's lots of good to it. So it's not. I'm not. You know, there are the criminals are going to always find ways to get guns. So you just got to remember that that's why we need to defend ourselves. So just some ideas out there on that. Um, so like I said, if you're interested in stuff like that, check it out online, you know, NRA has got a lot of good information. So anyway, uh, i I'm, this, this week in the command is kind of a laid back uh, session. You know, I don't really have a whole lot to talk about, but, um, I also want to say thank you to a, um, a guy. I didn't uh, expect this to happen, but, um, um, I've, I guess the people have been listening to the podcast here and there. I'm trying to do it once a week, you know, it just depends on how things go and how I feel. But, um, you know, one person listened to it and I was very surprised and I, I didn't think, you know, he would really care, but, uh, you know, he, he did and he, he thought it was great. And I was like, Hey, I want to, i say, Hey man, thank you very much. I hope you enjoy it. And I'll try to, I'll try to get more out there. So, uh, Blackwell, Chris Blackwell, thank you very much. And, uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast, man. So, and congratulations to you on your engagement. And I uh, wish you the best of luck in the future. You take care. So anyway, just wanted to say that. Um, I told a good joke the other day. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to I'm gonna share this joke with you. Um, <laughs> what uh, What's the difference between the people in Dubai and the people in Abu Dhabi? <laughs> okay, well. The people in Dubai don't like the Flintstones. But the people in Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a good dad joke, huh? So anyway, I heard that the other day somewhere, I don't know where it was, but I thought it was funny, so I had to share that. I saw a lo- <laughs> I saw a meme somewhere on Twitter and this uh <laughs> the Chicago Bulls logo with the bull. And it was flipped upside down. And somebody says the Chicago Bulls logo looks like a upside down. Looks like a robot violating a crab. <laughs> and they're like, I can't unsee this. <laughs> I mean, think about it. I flipped it over. I was like, oh man, it does. It is weird. And I thought about it today because at work, this guy goes to the credit union at FedEx. And he's got a Chicago Bulls <laughs> sweatshirt on. I was like, that made me think about it. Check it out. You Google the Chicago Bulls logo upside down. You will know what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's amazing. The people that find this stuff, they got too much time on their hands. I'm telling you. So, (laughs) oh man, funny stuff. But anyway, um, some other news I'm trying to stay on top of is, um, I'm trying to get into the voice, voice acting, you know, we'll see what happens there. That's kind of the reason I have the podcast. Maybe somebody out there in the world will hear it and maybe they'll like what they hear and, you know, see what happens, you know, maybe something, something big will come out of it. If not, not a big deal, but I've been looking into some uh, voice, voiceover work, so we'll see what happens there, but I'm, I'm, I'm I'm looking to, uh, you know, take it up a notch, so that's. That's where we are right now. So I will keep you posted on any uh, any uh, rumblings that take place through there. So um, could be fun. Um, this week the Cabana, it's like I said, very short, very short week. Um, not much going on. We're in February. Thank God January is over. January is, January is like a year, you know. But I'll be honest with you, this year January did fly, kind of fly by. I, I was kind of surprised and. Um, But I mean, when you're working, you're busy, you know, I guess that's a good thing. So January is over. We made it. We are in February, the shortest month of the year. Uh, I've got a birthday coming up March 1st. So still trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Don't really have any plans. I still got my plans going for May for taking my trip out west. I've been looking into trying to find a GoPro, trying to find a good GoPro camera, uh, something to kind of, something small that I can attach and kind of. Taking the moment right then and there, and I don't have to use my phone all the time, you know, things like that. So I'm looking into that. Anybody got any ideas? You know, maybe shoot me a message. By the way, I'll run down the contact info real quick. Um, if, you know, thank you for listening to the Cabana, of course. For, uh, the, the captain appreciates it. It's uh, Captain Cambino's Cabana. I'm available on Instagram at Captain Cambino, Twitter at Captain Cambino, and of course on Gmail. CaptainCambino at gmail.com. You can also subscribe uh, on YouTube, Captain Cambino's Cabana. So I've got a few subscribers, but I have no idea how to find out who they are. So whoever you are out there, I really appreciate the following and uh, try to bring some more content to you. So I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, I don't really have much else to say. I, I didn't Like I said, I had a few things to talk about this week, but nothing big. But, um, I've been recently having some dreams about, um, a couple young ladies and that have been in my life recently. And, I, you know, it just didn't really, it didn't pan out, but, uh, I think about them a lot. And I always ask my mom, you know, like, why, why do we dream certain dreams or how do these dreams come to fruition? How does how does it, how does it, how does it happen? Why do we dream this stuff? And it is and it kind of it bothers me because it's like how do we how does this happen and it's just one of those mysteries in the universe I guess I don't know but I've, I've dreamed some weird stuff lately and it's been uh, pretty consistent with a couple of young ladies and nothing bad you know I'm not, not gonna lie it's been it's very positive you know nothing, just a, it's just an experience like a meeting experience and uh, trying to talk and uh, sort things out things like that so it's not, you know no, nothing. Um, get your mind out of the gutter, you know. So, um, but you know, I, I'm going to dwell on something here a little bit. I met a girl at work the other day, who just came back from maternity leave, and I had to get her computer, you know, get back on the network, things like that. And she attended Vanderbilt. She graduated from University of or Vanderbilt University, excuse me, and uh, University of Vanderbilt. That was a good one, you yeah. <laughs> You no, know, she graduated from Vanderbilt, and I was like, "Wow, you know that's that's pretty good. You know that's awesome. Vanderbilt's a great school." And I always even ask people that in the past. You know, like Vanderbilt, when it comes to that, jumping the, jumping around here, but when it comes to athletics, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt's got a you know they got a good program, but they never seem to get over that hump in football. You know, I just yeah, you know, they got a consistent basketball pro- program. The baseball team has won the world's college world series. So they've got, they're consistent there, but football, it's like they can't get over that hump. And we all know Georgia is gonna own that Eastern Cotton Division for probably the next couple of years, unless something changes. But I always wonder why Vanderbilt, I know it's a hard school to get into. It's, it's a renowned university. And, you know, it's just, I, I get it, it's a tough school, but why is it that they struggle so much in football? Like they can't get over that hump. And I just, you know, I'm like, man, they'll never, just think about it. They'll never probably ever reach the SEC championship in football. Same thing for Kentucky. And Missouri, who I think is a fake SEC school, I do not acknowledge them as an SEC, a real SEC school. I'm sorry. Don't care. But their first two years in the SEC, they made it to the title game. I'm like, really? That is, come on. But my opinion, I just, I, I, I feel for Vanderbilt and Kentucky. I, I really wish them the best. I hope they get into the title game at some point in history. Same thing for Ole Miss. They're the only ones out of the West that's haven't made it. So, but I always wonder that. Vanderbilt, why they can't get top-notch athletes like Georgia or Florida. I mean, I just, I mean, it's got to be tough to recruit there. It really does. I mean, I'm just thinking out loud here. But anyway, this this girl, she graduated from Vanderbilt she was not in a sorority or anything. Um, uh, you know, just had a baby and I was like, you know, that's, that's great. You know, you met your husband there, all that, you know, it's, I mean, it's just, it's so hard to meet somebody, you know, it's so hard to date. Um, I I got a dating app story. I'll tell you here in a little bit, but anyway, we got to talking about how it's, you know, meeting somebody, being a fraternity or sorority. I wasn't in a frat. I worked my way through school. Um, I had a lot of friends that were in frats and I'd go hang out over there every now and then. And, um, if I could, and if not, but I was working, so, but it's just, I told her this story, it was kind of, I don't know why I did, but I just kind of told her about this girl that I met over Labor Day weekend, and I just, I saw her, and I was, when I was, the Ole Miss was playing Troy, so I went down to visit, and I didn't go to the game, I just kind of hung out in town, and I was at the local pub, and I, I saw her, and I was like, man, she is, she's just a knockout, she's very beautiful, and I did I walked up to her and I said you don't know me but I just I just think you're I just think you're you're very beautiful you're one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life and she's 22 years old I mean like yeah I mean what am I thinking snap out of it but hey that's life I mean so I'm just I'm like I'm just going through the motions like if something happens that catches my eye I'm gonna jump on it but and I just did she's she's gorgeous and I just I, I think about her a lot and I hope she's doing okay but well, what gets me is that we we talked a little bit after that. We kept in touch for a couple months or so. And even through her birthday back in December. So we talked for about four or five months. Nothing really ever happened. But she told me there was this guy that she was interested in and they've been talking. And, well, I, I I did a lot of nice things for her. I'm not going to go into detail. But I did. And, it, you know. Didn't cost me much. I mean, I really didn't, and not a big deal. I was just being a gentleman. She blocked me, and I I may have mentioned this on a previous podcast. I don't know, but I, I'm whatever. It's it's the cabana. Who cares, right? So, I I I was I was being a gentleman. I didn't do anything wrong, and she blocked me. She blocked me on my phone and Instagram. And I was telling this girl that I worked the other day. I was like, you know obviously I made an impression if that's to I me mean, like you're getting blocked for being a good guy I mean that that's that's very very odd but I remember texting her and I or sending her a message on Instagram I was like hey I tried to text you I guess you blocked me but it's cool but I mean what did I do wrong and she's like I'm so sorry you didn't do anything wrong it's just the guy that I'm seeing made me block you and I'm like made you are you property Does he own you? I mean, it sounds pretty narcissistic by that dude if you ask me. But, hey, you know what? That's what they want to do. They can have at it. So, Abby Burke, I I think about you every now and then. I hope you're doing okay. I I do miss you. But I I just miss talking to you, miss texting you and things like that. So, I mean, I hope you're doing well. And uh, that one night we got to hang out, it was awesome. And I really appreciate that very much. And your friends are great, and you know maybe I'll, maybe it'll happen again in the future. If not, no big deal. But you know, I, I think I don't think it's right that you block me just because what he, your your the dude you're seeing says so. That's wrong. So anyway, I wanted to let that be known. Uh, I don't think that's fair. You know, because I didn't do anything wrong, and it's it's not right. So, but that's okay. It is what it is. I, I know I know she's gonna be okay. But it's still, it's just weird, you know, like just for being a good guy, you get blocked. So it's kind of a screwed up world we live in, right? But anyway, life goes on here at the cabana. So uh, the captain's still going to, still going to kick it. And um, that, that's just, that's one side of it right there. And that's what I wanted to get that out, get that off, get that clear, get that out on the table, clear the air. So Abby Burke, wherever you are. Uh, enjoy the rest of your senior year and you take care. Best of luck. So anyway, Oh, dating apps. Oh man, I tell you what, this is one. Okay. So I signed up for two of them recently, hinge and okay. Cupid hinge is actually not bad. I've had success on there. I've met, I've, I've met a couple of girls in the past on there, you know, had luck, you know, and it's, it's an okay app. Um, You know, you just got to have a profile and uh, throw some funny stuff on there and they actually have a voiceover section where you can make an answer a question and it's a good icebreaker. So um, I throw a dad joke on there. I mean, that's a good, that's a good way to start right there. So Hinge is okay. But the only thing is there's nobody in this area. Memphis area sucks. The women are just not, they're not here. (laughs) definitely in Nashville. I remember visiting one weekend. I was on Bumble. I mean, I could have spent all night on that phone just swiping right on all these girls. It was it's ridiculous. There's so many women in Nashville. But Memphis eh, not so much. It's it's pathetic. But um I I didn't feel right about it because as soon as I got on there, not not the wrong with the app or anything or feel personally. It was just that I felt like I was I felt like there's just not enough on there not enough women on there to give you a chance. I was like, oh, here I'm spending forty dollars, and it, I mean, I'm done in one night of swiping. I was like, and you have to, you can adjust your preferences however you want. You know, if they have a college education, their their um, ethnicity, uh, what their interests are, things like that. If they have kids or no kids, things like that. But either way, I adjusted it both ways across the board, and there's nothing. I mean, it was it was pathetic. So. I got my money back I didn't I didn't like the way it was set up and I was like this is just some of it just felt like it was um, a little bit of bait-and-switch but the next one okay Cupid man that is political city right there that is the biggest scam I've ever seen in my life with a dating app I answered over 500 questions I'm not kidding 500 questions there is a section on there that if you answer more than 500 questions, you go to the very top of the matching criteria. So they they say that if you the more you answer, the higher percentages you'll get matched. BS. Uh, that was not true. So every question was politicized. I'm not kidding. And so I did not pay for the membership yet. I'm just I'm I'm in there just kind of adjusting and see what I can do and you know anything I can get going to without paying for anything right away so while this is going on I'm getting some likes I'm I'm, I'm like okay well I got some likes there was 12 I was like wait a minute <laughs> I mean I don't, I don't think there's 12 girls already that like me in Memphis I mean that that why wouldn't that have happened on hinge you know so I just have something about it just didn't feel right so I'm like you know what and the thing is about me about these dating apps it's expensive if you did a three-month plan or a six-month plan or even a lifetime, it's expensive. Three months on Match or Bumble or Hinge or OkCupid, anything like that, is around $65 average um, a month. Or excuse me, $65 for three months or, or $85 for three months. So you're just, you know, they have divide, divided up by three months, but you're paying all up front. It's not, it's not per month. You're paying everything up front. And they give you this. And they say, "Oh, you're getting, you're saving the most money. This is the best recommended deal right here." Well, not true. So I'm like, you know what? I just want to sign up for like a week or a month. You know, whatever they have. You can't do it for a week. You can only do it for a month. Forty five dollars for a month. I was like, this is eh, this is too good to be true. So I'm like, okay, twelve likes. I guarantee you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like this. I pay the forty five dollars. They're all overseas. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I knew it. It was, I was duped and it, it happened. <laughs> Malaysia, Argentina, uh, Afghanistan. I mean, just, just the most random countries. I was like, what? I was like, how is this? This is never going to happen. So I mean, I'm just like, I knew it. I knew it was a scam. Typical 100% bait and switch. I, I immediately deleted my account. I canceled the subscription and I messaged Apple, I was like, This is a joke, I'm done with this. I want my money back. So I did, I got my money back, so I got my money back on both, Hinge and OK Cupid. But it got too political. Not just the twelve likes. I was like, really? I mean that and they, they they're all overseas? Like you really think this is anything's gonna happen? Like I'm gonna leave Memphis and go to Argentina to meet a girl? No. That's why they have stuff online, if you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, but It just it was pathetic so I and then plus the political side of things they kept the questions they're asking me if I was a gun owner if uh, you think Trump should be reinstated on Instagram and Twitter do you uh, support LGBTQ rights all this stuff it was like do you think kids should be allowed to be involved with drag I was like oh my gosh what does this have to do with dating it was it was it's nuts man I'm not kidding Stay away from OK Cupid. They are all political and they have an agenda, and it's sad. I'm, I know in the Cabana a long time ago we said no politics, but that shit pissed me off right there. So I'm just being honest with y'all. Stay away from OK Cupid. They they're gathering data. It's, to me, it seems like they're gathering data, and on, on each individual, and they want to know about your political right. They want to know about your political motivations, and I'm just like, you know what? You're not getting shit from the captain. So I I, I dumped it. Got my money, my money back. I'm not doing that anymore. So I'm going to fly by the seat of my pants. And you know what? If I meet a girl, I meet a girl. If I don't, I don't. You want to be like Roddy Dangerfield says, you want to be a winner, be a winner. Be a loser, be a loser. It's up to you. You can do it. (laughs) But, you know, it's just life's too short to deal with that crap. And keep the politics out of it. It's kind of like sports. Keep that out of sports, you know. Keep it out of dating, those are not good topics at all. Like, who's going to want to talk about if kids are into drag, if you're at a, on a date with a girl? That's so stupid. I mean, like, at least tell a joke, you know. Like, I mean, like, here, here's one right here. I mean, this is a good icebreaker. A skeleton walks into a bar. The bartender says, how you doing? What can I get you? The skeleton says, remember, it's a skeleton. The skeleton says, I'll have a pitcher of beer and a mop. <laughs> I mean, Come on. It's gonna go right through him. He's kind to mopping up. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's a great icebreaker. So, I mean, I'm just saying nobody has a sense of humor anymore. You can't laugh about anything, everything's political and it's pathetic. I'm done with it. So, that's my spiel on the dating apps. They suck. Bumble is actually, if I had to pick one right now, it'd be Bumble. Bumble, they are kind of a little bit political. But it's a it's a good, well-rounded app, and you know, it's uh, I've been successful on there. So if I had to pick one, I'd pick Bumble. But right now, I'm going solo, and I'm just you know, I'm not worried about it. You know, if she's out there, she's out there. We'll see what happens. Right now, I'm just enjoying life. So I think that's all we should do: enjoy life, live it up. So you know, that's just that that shit just kind of that's just not cool. So that's my take on that, Um, you know it's just we don't need that so that's just my opinion but anyway um not much else going on uh, around this week you know the weather starting to get clear up a little bit i've been streaming a few shows here and there on my roku um you know due to the weather been trying to find some new stuff i just finished the king of queens all nine seasons really funny show it's on peacock if you have xfinity internet peacock is included with your internet service but you get Peacock with ads, so you'd have to watch the ads. Now you can pay an extra five dollars a month, and you can sign up for no ads, and that's what the captain does. I don't pay for any ads; I get everything right up, right off as it is, no ads. So the King of Queens, such a funny show. Be sure to check it out if you can. So another list of uh, shows I'm trying to get through, and I'm talking about watching it from beginning to end. I've uh, got night Rider; been wanting to go back and watch that. That's about four seasons. I Recently been watching Superman and Lois. Uh, signed up for a one month subscription to HBO Max. Pretty good stuff. Uh, HBO Max, there, not bad. Um, Married with Children. That's next on my list. I love Mal Bundy. I'm telling you, that's. Uh, I, I remember I watched it a lot in high school. Like afternoons after after school, if it was on, I'd watch it. He's just such a funny guy. But I've never seen it all the way through. So that's what I'm. That's next on the list is uh, Married with Children. Roseanne. Another one of my favorites growing up. My mom used to watch that a lot. Um, I think my dad did too. I'm not sure. But the Roseanne was always on in the house. She's a funny woman. So um, uh, Roseanne and then um, let's see Magnum P.I., the original with uh, Tom Selleck. I've never seen it all the way through. And they had the reboot on NBC. Looks pretty cool. But sorry, Tom Selleck's the, he's the original. So I, th- I think that's where Ted Danson got his start was uh, Magnum P.I., and I think he and Tom Selleck are actually pretty good friends. So uh, that's that's another one on the list. And uh, actually, I got the list right here. So let's see. Uh, the A-Team. The A-Team, I actually have those. I own it. I just haven't had a chance. I'm on season three, so i got to finish that up. And then uh, Family Matters, so with Urkel and Laura. Um, I watched that, like, in, I stopped watching maybe in sixth grade, and it just went on. It's funny how these shows, like, they continue on but you stopped watching it because you were in junior high and high school and you didn't have time for it or something you know just like man those shows they really did last you know here's one the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon when I was a kid it started in uh, fall of 86 and Saturday mornings you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Heroes in a Half Shell Turtle Power that show My buddy A.J. Kiami and I used to watch it a lot, Shelby Rayburn. We watched it all the time every Saturday. If we were staying over somebody's house, we would be on Saturday morning. That show went on for 10 years. I was like, what? Like, I had no idea. I mean, it's amazing how when you're a kid, you don't think about that stuff. And then 10 years later, you're you're a senior in high school, and you're like, what? It's still on? Really? It's just funny how our lives, we go through all this stuff in life, and how a TV show remains consistent and it's still on the air. You think about like, man, I was in ninth grade. Like Friends. Friends, I was in ninth grade when it started and I graduated college when it ends. You know, and that, it's just funny how some of that stuff happens. Like you think about it that way, but I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry. But, <laughs> but a lot of these TV shows, I'm trying to go back and binge and, you know, bring back some childhood memories and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So, um, and at work... My boss is pretty cool. He'll let me, like, stream some uh, movies and TV shows as long as they're appropriate and no bad language, and so I, pff, I put on He-Man and Batman, the animated series, and Bob Ross. I put all that stuff on the TV at, at work, man. You can't go wrong with that. Love some Bob Ross and He-Man, so, and even G.I. Joe. I got the complete series of G.I. Joe, man. My mom always told us, you know, growing up, He-Man and G.I. Joe were great. She loved those shows because they had a positive message at the end. And that's what I loved about that stuff. You know, the, the more you, knowing is half the battle, uh, G.I. Joe. Oh, man, it's such, such really cool stuff. And He-Man would always, he or Man-at-Arms would always be at the end. And they would talk about, you know, uh, talking to a stranger. Uh, don't take stuff from strangers or uh, don't do drugs. Uh, watch, look both ways crossing the street. Things like that. It was always a positive message, and it was just really cool stuff. They don't do that anymore. Really wish they would, man. That was some good stuff. But, but my parents, you know, would always be good about that, and you know, make sure it wasn't um, no, nothing, nothing harmful, or you know, where you know, kids would like kids playing video games. Like, oh, it makes them want to go out and kill somebody. No, no, no. This stuff. Those these TV shows back in the day, man. The cartoons. It was all positive. And I tell you what, I talked to my dad the other day, and I thanked him for my childhood because we did, man. had a great, We had a great childhood. My brothers, we had an awesome childhood. And I did. I did really, I don't really get to say it enough, but Mom and Dad, thank you so much for my childhood. And they did a lot for us. And I'm sure people out there listening, your parents did a lot for you as well. And we don't get to thank them enough, you know. And I just I think that's important. So I know I'm rambling here at the Cabana. I always try to find the right words, so forgive me. But uh, anyway, thank you, Dad, Mom, for all you've done and for the memories of our childhood. It was awesome. Thank you. Love you. One other thing, I had a, I had a girl reach out to me recently on social media, uh, one I recently apologized to after one of the Making Amends uh, project. <laughs> she said that she didn't feel like I had anything to apologize for. And I was like, okay, well, you know, that's cool but I, I did I wanted to do it anyway and I, I uh, you know I appreciate it thank you thank you for your honesty but I uh, I did I wanted to make amends and I, I appreciate you reaching out and you know responding so it was actually a pretty cool conversation so she's married you know nothing you know I just told her I told her I was going through some rough stuff back then I wasn't myself and I wasn't right to her and she understood so it was it was cool so I tell you what man that's a you know again the cabana entertainment therapy this is you guys are my therapy so this is this is great for me i need it i think we all need it you know and i read somewhere too the other day that starting something new the world needs it that's why i'm here so i mean if this is something that can if i can, if I can help somebody by them just listening and telling them like hey you know what hang in there it's going to be okay and i'm not i i know i'm jumping back and forth here on certain subjects, but if if what I have to say can be inspiring for somebody else, then hey, I've done my job. But it's not my intentions are really just we're we're chilling. We don't really know what we're talking about. We're just having a good time. But some things I do, I am I am passionate about. And this that's that's what I think that is right now. Like if I can do something to help that person, whoever's listening, or if I can say the right words to motivate somebody then I've done my job because this to me is my motivation it's tough it's tough to wake up every day and go out there and try to to make it even even when you're in your 40s so we all still have something to prove there's no doubt about that and I can't believe I've actually found more I'm I'm actually filling in time here so I found some stuff to talk about but but yeah, so this this it's a it's a good feeling to get stuff out on the table and to just talk. And again, that's why I have the podcast here at the Cabana just to get things out and and have a little entertainment therapy. So this is what it's all about. And um, hopefully, I'll have something good for. Uh, I'm gonna definitely be back next week. Um, then we got Valentine's Day, which is. Uh, should be National Kiss My Ass Day. Maybe, maybe we'll work that, work on that too. So uh, find a find a good uh, day for that. But uh, my birthday is March first on a Wednesday, so I'll try to have one for you on the second. I've uh, got a couple of days off, and then uh, so we'll, we'll get we'll, again. February is such a short month, you know, it flies flies by so quickly. So we'll see what happens. But uh, looking forward to that. And uh, anyway, uh, Super Bowl is coming up. This weekend we got some college basketball and uh, making a little parlay action going on FanDuel. So if you're looking for a good uh, sportsbook apps out there, uh, obviously FanDuel. Uh, I like FanDuel because they show you the rankings of the teams and uh, they kind of give you more in-depth detail for each team, things like that. BetMGM is good, but it doesn't really give you a lot of detail on the teams. Nothing wrong with the app; it's just um, I, I like how FanDuel they go a little more. Uh, Little more advanced settings, things like that for your for the teams you're interested in. Um, interested in making you know making a bet. Uh, hard Hard Rock sports book is good. Barstool sports book. Uh, Dave Portnoy, by the way, I know I've mentioned him before, but man, you know what? That guy is awesome. And he's I think he bought a mansion in Miami or something like that. I was just like, man, my timing. I wish I could have. I know I probably said this before in another podcast. That's a dude I would love to hang out with. And if I could get a part-time job with Barstool, can you imagine the Captain Camino's cabana on a Barstool network? Think about it. I mean, it may be far-fetched, but hey, that guy can dream, right? So Dave Portnoy, thank you for all you do. Barstool Sports, you guys are awesome. Pat McAfee, same thing to you. Uh, best of luck. So uh, should, should be a good – hopefully we'll have some good, good – uh, good games on this weekend for college basketball and the Pro Bowl games are this weekend too I think one team's coached by Peyton Manning and the other by Eli Manning and Peyton Manning just got on Instagram so be sure to check out follow Peyton Manning on Instagram that's one funny guy I'm telling you so you've been listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana Thursday February 2nd 2023 Groundhog Day and it's cold six more weeks of winter so maybe maybe we'll get lucky maybe the sun will come out sooner and be a little maybe spring will be a little warmer a little sooner so we'll see but thank you to all of our uh, troops our servicemen and women all you do thank you so much we love you we support you come home safely be with your families god bless you all thank you for our first responders our police officers the good police officers, I know there's a lot of bad ones out there, but there's some good ones too. So thank you for our law enforcement and our first responders for all you do. Men and women, be safe and be safe and your families. So thank you to the Coast Guard. The captain supports the Coast Guard, no doubt. It's Thursday. Weekend's here. Thursday's when the weekend starts. We all know that, right? So, Thank you for listening. The Cabana will return just like James Bond 007. The captain will be back. So thank you for listening to Captain Cambino's Cabana. It's been an honor. Looking forward to next time. You've been listening to my channel on YouTube, the podcast. I'm going to put it on tonight. This is Captain Cambino with Captain Cambino's Cabana. Thank you for listening. Permission to come aboard.